0: Hey, I'm sex, love, and relationship therapist, Dr. Laura Berman. And for the last 30 years, I've been helping people just like you learn to love and be loved better. Welcome to the Language of Love Bites, where I tackle your most asked questions and requested topics. These episodes are designed to be fun, quick, and to the point. It's time we all become fluent in the language of love. So much of what I talk about with you is all the ways that our past, our childhood, and our earlier life experiences have long-reaching, far-reaching effects on our emotional health, our emotional maturity, and how we operate in love, not to mention our sense of peace. And so I've highlighted for you in lots of other videos the wounds that can cause to be out of peace, to be struggling in love, But this video is really about how to heal. So the first step obviously is in understanding what happened to you, understanding that trauma happens with a big T and a little T. And a lot of people feel like, oh, I didn't have any trauma because I wasn't sexually abused or physically abused or even emotionally abused. Maybe I got spanked a few times. Maybe my parents were a little critical. But what you don't understand is that there are lots of little T traumas that happen to us, times that we were abandoned or humiliated or criticized or rejected in significant ways, not only in earlier childhood, but in adolescence or sometimes even later, not only in our family of origins, but in school and in our dating life, our early dating life, or our first experiences. Someone who sent a naked selfie to a boy when she was 14 and had it passed around the school That's a serious humiliation trauma that affects you. It affects your ability to trust. It affects the way you feel about your body. It affects your self-worth. It affects the trajectory and the choices you made after that. It affected your friendships, right? So that's just one example. But there's a far-reaching way, not only sexually, but socially and emotionally within the home and without, that we all have these experiences that shape us and kind of change the trajectory of our lives in a way that can negatively impact our mental health and our well-being and our ability to sustain and attract healthy love. So the first thing to understand is, what happened to me, right? What were the things that happened that maybe stand in the way of my peace, of what I really want to create in my life? And one of the things that I have found, I mean, obviously, you can go to therapy and you can have your history taken and go through things that you remember, But I have found a really powerful way, and I do this with my people I work with all the time, is to let your body tell you. And this is why one of the keys to healing in general is what I call embodiment work, getting back into your body. Because if you had any kind of emotional, physical, sexual trauma in your life, big T or little t, there are so many parts of you that just left your body, right? Because it's much easier than staying in the body and being present with the pain that the feelings that those experiences brought up. So we just put it away in the basement and we put it aside and we pretend it doesn't exist. But of course it's coming out in all of these different ways. So if you don't know what happened to you, which often we don't, we don't remember, we don't really make connect the dots. Even if we do remember go into your body as you think about what's you're struggling with. Okay. So let's just follow the thread of love. If that's what you're struggling with. So You're struggling in love, maybe in your relationship or calling love in and articulate the conflict. I keep getting ghosted or I can't find someone who I really connect with or my partner just won't show up for me in this way that I really want them to show up for. Right. And as you articulate that to yourself, after you take some grounding breaths, which if you go to DrLauraBerman.com to the Quantum Love page and click on those meditations, you'll find a really quick and easy grounding meditation, just two or three breaths, light in through the top of your head, out your tailbone as you breathe out, ground in your body. And then as you're articulating that story that you have to yourself about love, just pay attention, scan your body. Where do you feel sensation, right? Often you'll feel it in your throat, tightness, constriction. You'll feel tension in your belly, tightness, nauseous, pain, maybe in your center in your heart, but you'll notice sensations. Okay. And then just stay with it because very often you'll first feel it in your throat and then it'll go down to your belly. And then all of a sudden your belly, you'll be like, oh yeah, the belly's really the one, right? The throat I felt for a minute, but really it's the belly. So whatever feels strongest after you sit with it for a minute, just being really curious without judgment, without trying to name anything, just stay with what you're feeling. And something will come into focus in terms of the sensations you're having. Okay. So let's say it's your belly, right? It could be anything. I'm just using this as an example. Then the next step is to let it get a little bit bigger. It's not going to take you over, but in order for you to work with it and understand it, you have to fully be with it. Okay. So what I mean by getting it bigger is you put all of your conscious awareness on that area, on the sensation. And you just almost say, get a little bigger, and it will immediately, you know, it's big already. It's just not, you're not paying attention to it, right? So let it get bigger, knowing that you're in control. It's not going to take you over. Maybe even notice if it has a color, if you were to give it a color or a texture, is it lumpy? Is it smooth? Is it round? Is it oblong? Is it sharp? And once you're really, it's gotten big and you have a sense of shape and color, and there's no wrong answer here, right? This is you just becoming really present and consciously connected to the, what your body is about to tell you. I want you to ask yourself, what's the earliest memory I have of feeling this specific sensation? And nine times out of 10, an image will come to you immediately. Maybe when you were five, maybe when you were 16, maybe when you were 20, whatever it was, that is a key point in your subconscious that plays a huge role in what's standing in the way of your peace and your love in your life. So there is a story attached to that image that you just saw as you asked yourself that question. So you want to go back to that in your mind's eye and look at it. And that will show you almost always, it will be a scene where you felt gobsmacked all of a sudden by one of your parents, or you were humiliated in front of the whole class, or somebody rejected you and you were heartbroken or your parent abandoned you and or abandoned the family and you thought it was about you or or something, it will come to you. It always does. That is your why. Okay. Now that doesn't mean that one incident is all that happened, but that incident represents the why. It's a theme in your life. And the theme is usually something around. I need to be more of something or less of something in order to be loved or to be accepted, or to be approved of, or to be okay. It's always some flavor of that. And once you know, now that thing that's been hidden away in the basement is out in the light. It's in your conscious awareness rather than your subconscious awareness. And then you can start working with it because now you know that cue. So the next time you feel that feeling because you want to keep staying in your body it's part of healing and keep grounding. Anytime you feel that same feeling, that is a cue to you that some of those old wounds are being triggered. Those old thorns are being touched. And that's information for you in your healing. Now it's really hard to fully heal. And I'm not just saying this because I'm a therapist. I really do believe this. I go to therapy. I've gone to therapy my whole adult life. And I still go to therapy every single week uh, with a wonderful healer. She's been on my podcast before. Maureen Riley, but we all need support in healing and releasing the wounds. So I do think it's really important if you are struggling in life and in love that getting support is super important, but what kind of support to get is also super important. So I mentioned embodiment. In my experience, that is the most important aspect of healing. So the best kind of therapy to heal, I feel, is what's called somatic therapy, which is therapy that really is kind of a version of what I just walked you through, of really letting your body take the lead and release the emotions, energy and motions that are stored there from all of these wounds, become aware of these wounds. Um, And so- If you go to the Hakomi Institute or you can go to traumahealing.org, which is another organization, both of these are great. You can find a therapist in your area and work with them around somatically healing, starting with the body, letting your body take the lead. This is so important, both in understanding what you're feeling moment to moment, because the more trauma you had, the less you're in your body. And the less you're in your body, the more you know how you feel. The less you're in your body, the less you know what you're feeling. And the less you can use your body as a compass and a guide, which is so important in calling healthy love into your life and just even having a healthy life and making healthy decisions. So it's about learning to be in your body, listening to your body, and letting your body lead in the healing. And that is what somatic therapy does so beautifully. So I feel like that is really a beautiful form of healing for you. So is something called a shamanic healing or soul retrieval. It's an aspect of shamanic healing that a lot of clinicians do. I do it with people as well. But you basically go back to one of these wounds to that moment and you reconfigure it in a new way because the principle under or behind shamanic soul retrieval is that there are all these kind of parts of ourselves that are stuck in the past in that point of fracture or in that wound place. And when we go back to that place and we go back maybe to be with that little girl or boy part of ourselves in that scene that we remember also coming into the scene as an adult or bringing in someone else to help often that piece of how your soul your soul according to the shamans or a piece of your inner child as therapists may call it that gets reintegrated through this process so i do think that soul retrieval is a really beautiful healing process Also, a spiritual teacher who I love and who's a dear friend of mine, Teal Swan, has a process called The Completion Process, which is really beautiful. It's kind of a combination of inner child work and soul retrieval and lots of other things. And she has a book called The Completion Process where you can actually learn how to do this for yourself. And also, which brings me to the final thing that helps with healing, which is inner child work. And all of us should be doing inner child work. You can do that with an actual therapist who does like imago therapy, inner child therapy, but also just really becoming friends with those little parts of yourselves that, by the way, are still driving the bus. They're the ones, those little small parts of yourselves that were left behind or traumatized with the bigger little T traumas. They're the ones that are getting in the way of your peace and your ability to attract love. They're the ones that are leading you to make the decisions that don't serve you. So the only reason they're doing that is because they aren't resolved. They aren't reintegrated. They don't feel supported by you. They don't feel safe. So when you start becoming friends with those parts of yourself or friends with your shadows, as we like to say, those parts of yourselves you don't want to acknowledge, you're scared to look at, they're just these little, small, sweet parts of yourself that were left behind when you experienced something super painful. And just like you would to a little child. Your child, or your little sister, or someone you deeply cared about and nurtured and wanted to cherish, you treat those parts of yourself the same way. And so, all of that combined is such beautiful work. It can be painful at times. You do need some bravery and some courageousness, but the rewards it reaps, not only in your well being and the peace you feel, and the clarity you feel, and the boundaries you're able to set, and the strength inside you feel. And the happiness you feel, but also it makes you a very different magnet. Then every ounce of healing you do is that much more of a quality experience you attract into your life, in life and in love, because you are only going to be a vibrational match for people who vibrate at the same frequency you do. And as we heal, each little part we heal, our vibration rises and we attract in and are attracted to that much better of a partner for us, someone who's going to meet our needs and show up for us and love us in the way we deserve. But we have to get there first. And as we do, that's when the real magic starts to happen, not only in your love life, but also just in your life in general and in your ability to manifest what you most desire. So I wish you all the love and light in your healing journey. And if you have any questions about this or anything else you ever want to hear about, you just let me know because I'm here to help you learn to love and be loved better.